0: Hello and welcome to Tools in the Shed, a podcast powered by Cars Guide, and we're ready to rip into car stuff this week, as we do every single week. I'm Matt, filling in for James in the hosting seat this week, and with me is Tom. Hello. Who has just returned from Europe after sampling a new segment-shifting small SUV from Mercedes. And Richard. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) Bonjour. Who has been out testing some new top-secret electrified Toyotas. And... Finding out about some even more secret ones. What's the buzz about? Electric. Oh, you'll tell us about the buzz. Uh, We'll also (laughs) chat about some of the other cars we've been driving recently and check in with everyone's favourite mother trucker in this week's Muskwatch. So, stay with us. First of all, though, we always have a look at some of the feedback that we've received. And uh, last week we got some interesting ones. Um, Ian Thomas said, Great show as usual, men. Um, men pointing out or men. I plural. think this is this is an important uh, an important point. We are meme, for this comment, aren't we? Just one thing. What presenter Miss Stelio has not appeared on the show before. Yeah, it's true. Is Miss Stelio not a journalist with Cars Guide or Car Guide as you wrote? Please explain. Well, she's not a journalist with Car Guide, but she is yeah. a journalist for Cars Guide. Our family mm. expert. Mm. Uh, mm. We haven't actually had. Nadal, on the show, you're correct, will extend the invitation, see if she's interested. She might not want to put up with the comments from you guys. So Would, would she even want to like <laughs> hang out in this room with uh, us? The, the shed is a little bit warm. It's a little bit it uncomfortable. Is. Yeah, there's no air conditioning. We no.
1: couldn't afford it. And yeah. it needs one of those yeah. air freshener things. It stinks <laughs> yeah. in here. Or
2: is it the other problem? Do we have too many of them? Oh yeah, yeah I, mate, think, oh, I think I think JC has been stashing all his second-hand yeah, ones in here. His, yeah. his
0: cupboard over there has got a bunch yeah. of them. <laughs> still, so. the like the party
1: <laughs> party hats from yeah. our 100th episode. We're 11
0: <laughs> episodes past <laughs> that now, yeah, um, and still this yeah. room has not been cleared. That's up, what you know, it's like. So. <laughs> it's like Bachelor Party
1: um, Part Four. So
0: we'll ask Nadal <laughs> and see if she wants to come and join us. But thank you for pointing it out. To cool K, I assume that I'm saying I'm right. It might be to cook. But Decool K, I'm going to say that I would go with sounds Dekool like K. a rapper K. name. Yeah, it's um, a mad rapper. F- name. Thanks for the warm welcome, gentlemen, and the heads up on the Cybertruck reveal. Because as you may remember, we were uh, live. Uh, just after the Cybertruck reveal, but we recorded just before it last week. Mm. So, uh, curiously waiting for your comments in the next next Muskwatch, which we do have some comments. We'll get to that in oh, a sec. Yeah. Uh, but even more, I'm waiting for the affordable performance, hopefully in a staged approach. I'd love to see an Impreza GT Turbo Coupe, sort of a tribute to the 94 version. It could have a 1.6-litre turbo engine from the LeVorg and a sub-40k price tag. That would be a dream. And and a Um, CVT transmission? Do you know what? I
1: love people with accessible dreams. Yeah. And that is an accessible dream. That is an accessible dream.
0: Although I don't know that uh, Subaru is really looking to make Impreza sporty. No. Um, They have WRX for that. And the next generation WRX is going to be next year. Well, no, 21. um, And it's going to have some important elements to its drivetrain, we hear. Some hybrid elements, potentially. Mm. And it might even be shared with a Toyota Celica body. Really? really? If no, the rumours are to be believed. Yeah. I
1: hear Lancer might be making a comeback. Lancer? Yeah,
0: Evo. Ooh. Yes. As an oh, SUV. I don't know. Yeah, probably. Possibly? Possibly. Mitsubishi's always Mm. talking about it. Although,
2: if you want to see what a a Lancer, if it were to be built today, looks like, go on Google the Mitsubishi Grand Lancer. Yes! Yes. Because it is made today. Yeah, so the the, the Lancer has had a facelift you can get in uh, Taiwan and maybe some other markets, Mm. but it's called the Grand Lancer. And it looks cool. It does look cool. And it's got good stuff. really cool. Mm. Yeah. Disappointing we Bring don't it get here. it. Is it disappointing we don't get it? I don't know. Yes. I think people Tell us see. what you think. People would still buy it. And the thing oh, is, yeah. they sold the Mitsubishi Lancer new. It was on their website. You could even look at it and everything. All up until early this year. Producer Mr yeah. Pritchard just it googled it and He's showed himself <laughs> the image and he like? did a gag motion. So
0: you can make up your own mind. Let us know in the comments section. We'll read out your feedback yeah, next it's week. It's very dynamic shield. Just um, it <laughs> is. It is. Uh, Hammer Rocks, as usual, had Hammer! his say. We love uh, Hammer Rocks. Yes, He's always vocal. Number one um, fan. Yikes. The Cybertruck looks like what a five-year-old me would draw for a truck. Uh, it does. But it, it looks like the Elon Musk or Tesla halo effect is working in overdrive oh with God. claims of over 146,000 deposits already received. Okay, that comment was a couple of days ago. The deposits is uh, more than 250,000 now. We'll get to that in Muskwatch. So, so they, they are
1: $150, $100 pre-order orders, right? Yes,
0: we're going to talk about it more in Muskwatch. Wow. Yeah. Save it, Richard. i save it. Save, it. save the <laughs> rants. I love He's to save, it. Love to save it all up. <laughs> we are in uh, electrical mode, so Richard, tell us about what you've been driving this week. Yes, I've been busy over the
1: last couple of days. I've been driving the new Corolla hybrid sedan, and mm-hmm. um, which follows. About six months after the hatch came Mm -hmm. out, Um, and on the back of that, Toyota did a double launch. They double-decked it. Um, They did a uh, CHR launch as well. The CHR has been facelifted, it's been updated, and they've added a hybrid to the range as well. Um, You'll be able to read the full review when it comes out on December 6th, and um, I've produced a couple of videos as well. Um, The only little indication, the little hint for those who are watching on YouTube – Um, or they've pirated it off some bloke down the pub. I'll I'll hold that up. Um, That was the Corolla Sedan. That was in the Corolla Sedan video, a little thing I did. Um, I thought that was funny at the time. Whether it's funny in the video or not, I'm I'm not sure yet. We'll see. It's still being edited. Um, Um, For
0: those who aren't uh, watching, um, go to YouTube and watch because you need to see it to believe it.
1: It's That's well, good. I like it. Do you like that? Yeah. I did that freehand as well.
2: Freehand. <laughs> I can't tell. Look, I still, I would I would don't, never I still know. don't know if I'd, <laughs> I'd, still don't know if I'd get in one if it showed up. You but would. You'd love it. <laughs> uh, it's
1: first ride is free.
2: But a, but uh, a
0: very fitting uh, approach for that car.
1: Absolutely, because look, the boot's much bigger in the Corolla sedan than the, mm. the hatch. The, mm-hmm. the hatch, you know, is three hundred and thirty liters at the at the most, and yep. um, with the space over spare, this. Uh, the 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 boot in the in the sedan is four hundred and seventy litres. Wow! Yeah, and legroom in the back is really really good. But legroom in the back of the CHR I found was was better. Really? Yes, I did. What? Not headroom, though. Yeah, but of course. Yeah, but yeah. Or, and not, or, mm, not vision out the window. Oh, you can't see anything out of that back window. If your child is <laughs> under the age of 45, they aren't going to be able to see <laughs> out of that back window, okay? So, not, not a good family car. It's
2: quite claustrophobic in yeah, the back, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think mm. what you said about the legroom is it's it's true. Mm. I, I had one on road test not that
1: long ago, and it, you know it's actually pretty impressive because it looks like it's going to be all coopy mm. and yeah, yeah, small. and It's not. It looks smaller on the outside than it is on the inside. And even the boot's not bad in CHR. It's not too bad either. Uh, Yeah, so I made two videos on those. Uh, uh, Yeah, read read about the the driving impression in those. But uh, look, I think a hybrid in a Corolla. Yeah. And a CHR, but particularly Corolla makes so much sense. Yeah. Okay. The other engine is a two-litre four-cylinder. And like, what are you doing driving a Corolla with a petrol engine, a two-litre (laughs) four-cylinder engine? Are you, do you work for Shell or BP?
0: (laughs) Right? Seriously,
1: a hybrid. It gets like what? Like, we we did a drive out of Melbourne all the way to the Yarra Valley. So, we've got a really good combination of like, you know, bumper to bumper, horrible Melbourne traffic. Yeah. And then, you know, motorways. And um, by the end of it, it was 3.9 litres per hundred. Holy yeah. crap. The guy who got out of the car beside me was driving one of the petrol models, the two-litre petrol. His was 7.5. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? So, like, what so, are you doing the in
0: small. A there's a small price premium to pay for a hybrid over the regular petrol.
1: Only tiny, tiny, small. 1500 $1, uh, or something? $1,500. Yeah. And that's been, like, Sean Hanley, the, uh, the Vice President of Sales and Marketing, who will, I've got something to play a little bit later on. Um, but electric land cruiser, by the way, so tune in for that. Um. He he made it made it clear that he didn't want hybrids to be um, a. An elitist thing. You yeah, know, it should just be a variant like diesel or petrol. Or, exactly. You know, it's like it's that.
2: like what the switch to diesel would have been a couple of years yeah. ago. Like yeah. you know you might pick diesels fifteen hundred two grand more. Yeah, Mate,
1: you will pay fifteen hundred dollars in options on things like sunroofs and things like yeah. that. You may as well get a high roof. A, su- a is sunroof is it. usually worth more than two. I grand. know. Yeah. Do you know the last Corolla sunroof was like two and a half thousand dollars or something? And it was this big. And like it was, it,
0: it big. was the size yeah. of a playing card. What's yeah. it made out
1: of? Like Cybertruck armor glass or something?
0: <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> but that that um, that mentality around uh, pricing hybrids close to mm. conventional models, I mean, we've seen even in uh, um, luxury brands, BMW yep. with a plug-in hybrids at the same price as a diesel, mm. which is a really innovative way of thinking about that. But I also heard that 80% of people were still choosing the diesel. So, you know, it's really what you need. Um, but I think that, like you say, That particular size bracket with hybrid, if you can save four litres per hundred on fuel every hundred you do, that that saving, that cost that you pay to get that saving is... Pretty minimal. Two, two
1: years. Yeah. That's all it takes, two years of driving and, you know, regular driving um, and you'll you'll recoup the money. Yeah,
2: which is um, unreal because it's inside a lease period, a reasonable that's lease period. Totally. Yeah. So, so, if you're getting one on a novated lease,
1: yep. mm-hmm.
2: before even your minimum lease period
1: runs out, you've already paid for the... Yeah. Benefit in yep. fuel savings. And look, and this is one of the, the good things about Toyota. Have been doing this for decades. You know, back when Elon Musk was driving V twelve McLaren F ones, <laughs> right? Petrol powered <laughs> and had no hair, right? They had their first Prius out nineteen ninety five. The first electric concept or hybrid lock concept um, was announced at the Tokyo Motor Show nineteen ninety seven. The Prius first generation came out two thousand and one. That Prius arrived in Australia. They've been doing it for decades, yeah. and you can tell. Mm. Yeah, mm. absolutely. Yeah, so, and that's.
0: I mean, my question is. Um... Why would you need a Camry sedan then?
1: No, you don't. Because and they, they even admitted it at the Toyota like, launch. So like the boot's actually only just a bit smaller than yeah, the Camry. Yeah. yeah, yeah, You don't in the city. I mean that that's you know that's the joke really. Like the Corolla sedan hybrid is the perfect Uber because yeah. it's the right size the, you know, externally. It's got plenty of room inside. It's got a big boot and it's a hybrid.
0: Good it's price too. Yes. Yeah. It's absolutely so C H R. Obviously we've uh, we've rated the C H R as one of the better small SUVs out there, great chassis. Finally, Mm. getting a hybrid engine, which is it's been around in other markets pretty much since launch. And you know, we're two and a half, three years into the life cycle of that car, and it's it's here now.
1: It's here now. And look, one of the one of the the one of the disappointments of CHR in the past has been that you know underwhelming engine with the CVT. And I can't go into too much detail yet, but having driven the hybrid, it. Get the hybrid. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. And uh, so, Richard, you also found out about some, some not-so-ready-for-production yeah. models.
1: Okay. So, I got to sit down with Sean Hanley, who's the Vice President of Sales and Marketing for Toyota Australia. Great and, guy, Sean. Um, we love him. Oh, Sean is like... You know, he's got this high-level executive, but he feels like your uncle. <laughs> um, but he's superb at interviews, right, because he's, re- he's the master of deflection. And I asked him about um, an ele- the possibility of an electric land cruiser, and I knew that it was just like throwing a rock out into a river. You just didn't know whether it was going to hit the other side or if it was going to make it halfway across. And I'll just play you something that Sean said to me. He He didn't give everything away, but I was surprised by... I was surprised by his answer because he did hint that there was something to come in the form of an electric Land Cruiser. Let me just play this for you. Um, we're seeing hybrid models or hybrid grades or variants come out in across Toyota's ranges now. We're going to see a, a hybrid or an electric Land Cruiser at some point.
3: Uh, no plans to announce today for sure, but, mm. you know, we have a goal and that's to reduce our CO2 footprint um, by 90 uh, by 90 percent on 2010 levels yeah so to achieve those types of results globally we have to play a role and uh of course at some point over the next decade then all all our models i think Essentially, maybe not all, but the majority of mm. will have some form of electrification.
1: Would that possibly include
3: land cruisers? Oh, it, I couldn't rule it out. I don't have yeah. anything to announce today. There's yeah. certainly no plan afoot, but yeah. of course, our goal is to get to zero emissions.
1: Yeah. And that would help. Yeah. So yeah. there's
3: got to be changes in the way our cars and powertrains we use over the next years.
1: So there you go. Yeah, well, that isn't saying no. It's not saying no. It's actually admitting that you know, there, there, there will be changes. And, yeah. um, and he did go on to also mention, he said, look, I just want to say to all the, the Land Cruiser loyalists out there that no matter what we do with, with Land Cruiser, we'll always be the capable vehicle that you, you've come to know and love. So, you know, to me, um, especially him saying I've got nothing to announce today, yeah, um, like often with the executives, and we've been doing this for you know a little while now. Um, they'll often just shut you down if it's if it's if it's not happening. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he said, "I've got nothing to announce today," um, but we do need to you know we do need to reach this submission target. Uh, and then he went on to say that you know. You know, whatever happens with Land Cruiser, I just want to assure, you know, the Land Cruiser fans out there and all Toyota loyalists that it will retain its capability.
0: Well, the biggest emitters in the Toyota stable are Land Cruiser Prado, Land Cruiser 70 series and Hilux. So, Well, they've already talked about hybrid Hilux
2: as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: I wrote a story out of the Tokyo Motor Show uh, with Sean Hanley as well and... Mm. You know, he's, a, he's an extremely knowledgeable guy. He knows everything that's happening in the next 10 years in that company. Oh, yes. And he answers questions very well. And I, I love to interview him. He's one of those guys who's a wealth of knowledge. And the way he skirts around yeah. those difficult questions is
1: really good. I would love to shoot him with like a, a dart <laughs> um, that has like a truth serum in it. <laughs> right. And just go, okay, Sean, it's recording. He knows too much. His yep. crews are coming. Right. <laughs> yeah. What's happening now? Are you, do you have any robots? What about airplanes? Space? <laughs> The they do have
0: robots. I saw some of their they robots do. in Tokyo as was well. Was that that
1: basketball one? Yes. Are, yes. They, are they hybrid too?
0: Um, no, no, just electric. <laughs> Fully
1: electric. Fully electric. Fully electric <laughs> robots. Imagine a petrol robot. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs>
0: uh, right. Moving moving along, um, Tom, thank you, Richard. Uh, thank you. Tom, you've been uh, over in Germany. Well, not Germany, actually. Was it Spain? It was, first? Yeah, Spain and then Germany. It was a bit of a double... It was a big trip, but uh, the most important thing that you drove over there is an all-new SUV from Mercedes-Benz. Tell us about it. Yeah, so, look, Mercedes-Benz release new
2: cars all the time. It's very rare that they launch a new nameplate altogether, and so this time we've got the um, GLB, so AB. A, well, a and B. and ABC, yeah. So, a, a and B are the compact class vehicles. So, obviously, we've already got A-Class in its second generation now. We've got B-Class, and that's also in its second generation. And now, this one is an all-new SUV because you've got the GLA, which is just an A-Class, lifted-up A-Class, and this, this one, but it's not just a lifted-up B-Class. And it's also... So, it goes into battle against, you know, BMW's X1, obviously, and Audi's Q3, um, but it's nothing like either of those. It's it's a completely different take on this kind of small SUV formula. First of which, it's not really that small. Um, it's... Almost the size of uh, a Land Rover Discovery Sport, which is Holy interesting. Cow, that's big. Yeah, so it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. like almost Rav four ish. Yeah, dimensions. Yeah, almost, but it's narrow, so, so it's yeah. not as wide as what we would consider to be a midsize SUV. Okay. So it's still got kind of these trim dimensions, but it's mm. a little long. It's it's almost like it's a long wheelbase version of like a like a B class right. in that sort of way. Um, anyway, so it launched uh, over in europe it won't come to australia until mid 2020 yep. so probably i don't know after june i think i, I think was the implication there and they they're hoping it will cost somewhere between what gla currently is um, there is a new gla coming oh, good. and i was going to uh, ask <laughs> you
0: about that because obviously this car fills the niche of a more practical uh, small SUV smallish SUV yep. uh, for people who want a Mercedes branded such vehicle and GLA has always been well it, it was kind of criticized for being not quite SUV-ish enough yes by a few people because it was more like a crossover so they weren't
2: they weren't really elaborating on what was going to happen with GLA right other than there's a new one that is imminent right We will see it before the end of the year
1: right? Well, that's good. What, yeah. Our year or their year. I mean, we all have, <laughs> we all have the same year. We all have it's twenty nineteen. Oh, yes. We yes. all have the same year. They've got their in two thousand and nineteen as well. Yeah, they are the the Europe year. Do yeah. They, um, do, they, do they mean like um, you know their summer or do they mean their? No, year? no. So
2: that there, there will be uh, there will be a reveal before the end of twenty twenty. Twenty twenty or twenty nineteen? No, twenty nineteen. Okay. Sorry, I've <laughs> confused myself. God damn he it, can, Richard. Oh, Europe, it's no, the Europe no, year. It, it is.
0: <laughs> 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 but that's sooner than we thought. I yes. I, I sort of expected it might. Yeah. it might debut a little later, maybe Geneva. Yes, it, because so,
1: it is the end of the
2: year right now. So well, it, I don't know. It? I don't know whether it was a
0: whether they were implying it would be a full reveal,
2: but okay. all the quote I got was, "You'll see it before the end of the year." Okay, so it might just be like a, another teaser image. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, so the point is, we'll see a GLA, and they were very sort of because the GLB is as narrow as a GLA, but almost as long as a GLC. They were kind of at pains to sort of explain how they came up with this Mm, idea of what the GLB actually was. Um, So they were saying, okay, you can think of it like this, right? Um, You're looking for an SUV, it's a Mercedes-Benz, and you're looking in this bracket. Maybe you want a GLA, maybe you want a GLC, but here's how the breakdown's going to be is GLA is going to be your sporty option, GLB is going to be your practical option and GLC is going to be your premium option. Okay.
0: I see it. Yeah, all right.
2: If that kind of makes sense. Yep. So and the other thing with GLC that separates it out is it's on sort of this more more premium platform. It's not on the compact platform. Oh, and okay. yeah, that's right, yeah. It's got the straight 6 engine as well. Yep. So yep. Uh, and that's going to be a big um separator for them is going to be okay. Well, you can get these premium drivetrains, premium Platform, for GLC for GLC even yeah.
0: though they're not too dissimilar in terms of overall mm. exterior dimension. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So L- looking
1: yeah. at your pics though, and if you haven't seen uh Tom White's images, um he's a he's a bit of a photographer. Um and they look amazing. <laughs> a but bit. it does it's a bit is great. Um <laughs> it does look huge. It looks like it looks like a mini GLS. Yeah. And yeah, and it, look
2: it is controversially styled. So yeah. one thing going into this is um you know we're talking about it got revealed and everything. It's got these kind of chunky lines, mm. and weird like, the lines that don't match up is the big one, so yeah, it's got like this... A little hip. Yeah, it's got a weird little hip over its its rear axle, and then there's, a... like, a bonnet shut line that doesn't match the rest of the, the lines across the car, oh, okay. and, and they've got these sort of flat, light fittings that come across the front, and you can get the, 30, the 35 has the AMG grille, which will probably annoy some purists. Yeah. But, um... yeah I find in real life looking at it it looks awesome it's it's really fun to look at and that's not something you can say because I feel like Mercedes in the last couple of years have worked their way towards homogenizing their range so much that all their cars sort of look the same well
0: yeah the compact range in particular the A class and CLA class have got that real sort of sleek back Mm. pinched headlights Mm. and really smooth surfaces this is a much more like you know visually intriguing car and I think that that's uh, that's part of the reason that it's gonna be successful, but also seven seats. Seven seats, yeah. So you can it's how it's, is that possible? It's an
2: option. <laughs> well, <laughs>
1: here's the it's thing, like right? So tell me how that works.
2: <laughs> so <laughs> it, it it's an yeah. option. Yeah. Um don't know how much any of this is going to cost yet. Right. Um they they want to pitch it between sort of uh sixty six K is where GLC starts mm. and 44K is where GLA starts, so probably 50s, maybe mid-50s, I'd yep. say. And we're only going to get – there are six drivetrains available internationally. We're only going to get three, so we're going to get the 1.3-litre, which you um, might recognize from the A-Class. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a 2-litre, which is actually pretty cracking, yep. and that's the 250. That, that'll be the mid-range, and then there's a 35 as well, which is going to have an AMG drivetrain. They said there's not going to be a 45. Yep. No 45. Okay. Um, um it what, doesn't suit the character. All all-wheel drive, any front-wheel drive. Um, so you know. the 200 would be front. Yep. 250 would be all. Yep. And 35 would be all as well. Yeah, and yep. yes.
1: So it's seven seats, which is fascinating. That's mm. going to be an option. Is um, it X Trail? Like, do you need to talk my language? Is it is it X Trail <laughs> size? Is it like you know, four point six meters? Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: That's about X Trail. Yeah. So it's, it's about the length of an X Trail, but it's yeah. it's narrower. And and yeah. here was the catch. So yeah. I didn't think that there would be any chance. Remotely, any chance that I would fit in the back seats, yeah. right? And and Mercedes even say they're like, no, 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 these seats are for kids, and they pitch the max, your max tallness, your max height. At, <laughs> <Tallness>. um, <laughs> the Germans <laughs> do do this, yeah. Like they, yeah, yeah. 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 So they pitch it as one hundred and sixty-two centimeters, which yeah. uh, I'm one hundred and eighty-two. So that's yeah, bigger that's than tw- that. I I, I yeah. was expecting to have my head sort of like you know yeah, at, yeah ninety degrees
0: a crook neck. No.
2: So you, not only do I fit in there, but they've Design this thing to like a micron in the back. So, that where the rear, back of the rear seats meet the boot, it, there's like nothing in it. And so, you sit in there and my head fits. It's on the roof, but it fits. So, I don't need to bend it
1: at all. Is your back on the tailgate? Is that Basically, <laughs> yeah. So if you get hit from behind... He's the bumper. You're the bumper butt. <laughs> yeah, so yeah five-star five, five safety for everyone except yeah. rear passengers. No, um,
2: um but so the, the way they've designed the middle row is it's on... Not only is it on rails, mm-hmm. so you can adjust your legroom, but I set every seat to, you know, my position, which is comfortable mm-hmm. with a little bit of knee room, and I fit in the rear seats not only with my head on the roof, mm-hmm. but... I had knee room, and they've designed it so that the second row is up far enough that you can slip your toes under the seat in front. So So important. Yeah.
0: Being able to fit your toes. Because if you can't fit, like, you think about your legs. Hmm. This is an interesting topic. Think (laughs) Think about your legs. Your legs or my legs? Your legs. It doesn't matter whose legs. Unless they've got really, really, really small feet. But your (laughs) feet are the problem when it comes to space in a third row. Because if you don't have anywhere to put your feet, then your knees are going to be higher up. Yeah, that's true. So, be able to fit your feet under the second row is a really important design consideration. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them struggle with that because either the second row seat is on a rail system... Yeah. ...and they can't make it work, electric systems. Yeah, so there's a lot of reasons why you can't make it work... Great to hear that they have figured out a way. It, it was actually a, a really, really surprising are your feet
1: going through the floor and maybe possibly hanging <laughs> below the car,
2: Flintstone Did style? You yeah, look to see what look. I don't know how they've made it all. But I don't know how they've packaged it up so well, but they have. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like I fit in there. Um, probably
1: because they're experts at car design. Probably they've been um, doing it for but, a while. 1895. Yeah. Was speaking had of good toe room in that one as well. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Spe- <laughs> speaking of uh, X Trail, though, like one of those. The main competitor to that, uh, the the uh, Mitsubishi Outlander, mm-hmm. I had a seven seat on test and I couldn't fit in that rear seat, even though it's dimensionally larger. Mm-hmm. This is just a brilliant piece of design, and it, yeah. it, it it's actually fun to drive as well. So um,
0: we can watch Tom's review, the full a review. detailed video review. It is. Up. It's it up. Would it
1: be in terms of the YouTube uh, thumbnails? Would it be that way? You'd be oh. you'd be able to see it It'd be
0: in the thing. it'll, yeah, it'll, it'll be somewhere.
2: It'll yeah. be in the little thing where you see the things. Yeah, you'll yeah. see it anyway. <laughs> yeah, Tom,
0: <laughs> thank you for that, Tom. Mm. Uh, we'll move on to uh, some more cars. Um, mm. If you didn't realise, we like to talk about cars. Yeah, this week is in what our people come here for yeah,
2: <laughs> in our garage
0: this week we've been testing a bunch of different vehicles. Oh. Myself, I've been in the Ford Ranger Wildtrak X, which
1: what makes it an X?
0: It's more expensive. <laughs> uh, oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Is it um, much more expensive? It's two thousand dollars more yeah. than the regular uh Wild Track okay. versions. What do you get for that? You get six thousand dollars worth of extra value.
1: I hate when they say that. Because it's that not mean?
0: costing them six thousand. No, that it doesn't might, cost them six thousand. They say you're getting six thousand, but you they're not They're saying if yeah. you individually spec up those things yourself. Yeah. It would cost you $6,000. That's a false economy. Well, it is, but it's a good way of making you go, wow, that's good value. Yeah, that's here's, here's what we used to charge you for these yeah. things. Yeah. Now yes. they're yeah. included. A pack. You know what it uh, says to
1: me, though? It's like, well, if you can do that now, then why weren't you doing it before? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, so the Wild <laughs> Track. Mr. Pritchard's just doing this in the background. Yeah. It's like, money, money, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
0: the Wild Track X, like the regular Wild Track, gets uh, the choice of the 3.2 litre engine or the 2 liter twin turbo uh, both with automatic transmissions uh, mine was the 3.2 i I've been spending more time in the two liter more recently and it just made me realize how much better the two liter is yeah uh, in terms of lag, uh, just getting away from the line quickly more refinement, more quietness um, and it's just a better engine so if if you're thinking about a wild track get the two liter that's my advice. It's copped a lot of heat that two liter but it's it's good isn't it? yeah it is yeah. it's it's really good and I mean the the value that you get now because six thousand dollars <laughs> worth um, you get a black Pack for the styling, including uh, extended wheel arch flares, uh, black wheels, a nudge bar with a light bar and uh, snorkel. I saw
1: that down in the garage. It does mm, look good. It does look yeah, good, yeah.
0: Um, and it was uh, quite an impressive vehicle. Now mm. we've uh, put uh, we've got a twenty twenty review coming of that. It is actually a nineteen point seven five model year car. What does that mean? November, really? Yeah. So it's the final quarter of the twenty nineteen mm. model, mm. Um, and. There will be a 2020 update for Ranger coming, as Tom has pointed out in his uh, Ranger Raptor review. Mm-hmm. And there's more to come from Ranger. So, oh, God, can we get any more Rangers in our garage? Oh. We, we seem oh. to drive them every Forward. couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we've they're had, so, like, but
2: they're just so good. We've had three back-to-back, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's
0: been a, bit, been a bit like that. But, Tom, you've also been driving a ute. Yeah, I have. Um,
2: I was behind the wheel of the uh, Mitsubishi Triton uh, GLS. Talk uh, about Auto Desert Shield, or what's the what's the dynamic dynamic, shield. dynamic shield. <laughs> shield? Yeah, it's got the dynamic shield face, but ours was covered up a little bit because huh? it yeah. had a whole bunch of factory accessories. So, the, I think the big catch with the Triton is that it is great value. Mm-hmm. I think we can all agree on that. And um, big catch.
0: Well, yeah, it's the, it's, it's the, kind of the thing
2: that draws you. Oh, in. okay, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: The, not the catch. Not catch. The catch, like, the catch it's is not, it's, it's good the, value. The catch, yeah. It's yeah. like the, the biggest benefit. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: is what he means. We're just pull, <laughs> yeah. sorry. We're just pulling. It's it up, the big. Like, it's the big. The I don't language. Language. You, you the know. Selling it, the the big selling point. Hook. The selling yeah. point. Yeah. The hook. The hook. The hook yeah. gets you on. Well, you hook. when like
0: you fish and when you fish in the sea
2: of in market buyers. Oh, I see what's happening. Wow. Anyway, GLS. Right, yeah, GLS. So accessory pack. The GLS is. Kind of the how do we say, how do we say it? upper mid
0: spec? Yeah, it's second from top.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, upper middle class. So the MSRP on that is forty seven six forty, but you're never going to pay that. But you're never going to pay that. That's the MSRP. What do you mean by that?
0: I mean that if you go to a Mitsubishi dealer, yes, and you say, "I'm not paying more than forty two thousand nine ninety drive away for this GLS model," they say, "Okay,
1: yeah." And because especially, <laughs> what day are you guys watching this? Because if you go at the <laughs> end of the month, that's the time to buy a car. Because those dealers, especially as you come to the end of the year, yeah. Yeah. they are trying to sell. My
0: nineteen cars. plate run out. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Um, also a, a tip from the inside: um, if you are considering buying a car before the end of the year, are you going to sell your car? You Is that uh, what you're doing here? Not selling the Jimny. Oh, no way. Don't sell the Jimny. Uh, if you are considering <laughs> buying a new car. Mm. Between Christmas and New Year's is a very, very good yes. time to get a very strong deal because yeah. people are trying to meet their end-of-year target, mm. not end-of-financial-year, but it also, there's no one shopping. so
1: No one shopping, mm-hmm. and those sales guys are just walking around showrooms yep. waiting for you to come in. And looking at the
0: the dealers hate him. The, the, yep.
2: the yep. ball's in your
0: court. Winky-waving, <laughs> yep. inflatable man just yep. sort of doing this, yep. And yep. no one's there. Yep. They're all at Meijer looking at the at Boxing Meyer. Day sales. Yeah, so, that's right. Go, then.
2: Anyway. Yep. Anyway, yeah, so... Uh, <laughs> You get the same two point four liter engine that the Triton's kind of it's kind of renowned for having pretty decent engines. One hundred thirty three kilowatts, four hundred and thirty newton meters, and so ours had. um, Now let me have a look here. It was some six thousand five hundred dollars worth of options. Yes, so it had a, a. genuine Mitsubishi bull bar on the front. And they can be pricey. Little fog lights yeah. built into it. And
0: that mm. that alone was four grand. $4,000, yeah. which Criky. is a lot. But you have to consider that these uh, design specifically, so aftermarket designers have to buy a car and try and make it work. This is designed from the factory, but also yep. designed for the safety systems. Yeah, so, so you've got to remember these
2: right. days it's really, you know, don't get your uncle to weld you together a bull <laughs> no. bar because it'll probably... <laughs> uncle Sean! Uncle yeah. Sean! Uncle Sean! He would weld you together a bull bar?
0: Not for a Triton. <laughs> not a, for a Triton. For, tri- for a electric There you go. Richard, <laughs> genuine
1: Toyota pass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, there was
2: also some other stuff. There yeah, there was an LED light bar, um, a tow kit, and a soft tonneau cover, and all of that came to a, about $6,500. But it didn't come with a tub liner, which is another $600. So right. if you wanted to have really all the kit, you kind of need to make it super usable. And you um, do need a tub liner. You do need a tub and liner. Unless you
0: don't like the paint of your tray. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, that's it, because it instantly it gets scratched.
2: Oh,
0: so quickly. The, oh, so quickly. Yeah. We've, we've done tests where we forklift in 750 kilos, yeah. and because there's no tub liner, there's also no friction for the weight yeah. to sit on comfortably, and the metal basically is slippery. So yeah. you'll see, even if you secure it at four yeah. points, yeah. It'll, it'll still moves. slide around a yeah. little bit, you'll damage your metalwork. Anyway. Can you get,
1: uh, you, know, you know how I damage the Ranger? Yes.
0: I remember this. And it looked It worse. was minor. It was like mine. I sent
1: you the photos, and it actually looked worse than it did in the photos. Um, but it was because I dropped a bit of wood on the side of it. Yeah. Can you get, like, a protective, like, cover which goes around the side of the tray? Um, mm. Because I dropped it on it, and, went, and I put, like, a dimple in it. Surely there Up must be Up the top a, of the rail. I yeah. don't know
0: whether you can. Mm. But if you've got... Uh, uh, nah. I don't know. We'll have to investigate that. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. That. So, it probably
2: comes to about 53K, and that's MSRP. So, that's before you have your potential dealer cost, or as you say, dealer savings. Yes. <laughs> savings. Um, but that does still make it um, not... It's not much more expensive than the equivalent Hilux without any of those extras fitted. Yeah. Right? So, the Hilux is uh, something to the effect of three, three to four grand more for the equivalent spec. Yeah. Uh, the only trouble is, so it, it's good value. It's got uh, auto emergency braking, um, but and I think it was blind spot, but it doesn't have um, lane keep assist or active cruise, which is a bit of a bummer. But um, the interesting thing is, you're still undercutting that Hilux by quite a bit, no yeah. matter which way you cut it.
0: And that, that's the thing with Triton. It's always been a value-heavy proposition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, might not be the best ute, but, geez, it does a lot well for less money. Yeah, Absolutely. yeah, it sure,
2: it sure does. Um, look, there, and there, there are some areas where you can see where they've skimped out on that money. So my least favourite part of it, potentially, was the seats. Yeah. They're the same seats that the Triton has had for
0: the better part of 15 years. But they're comfortable. Yes. They're okay. They're more comfortable than most youths. <laughs> but my, my my issue with the... Let's get into issues with the oh, Triton. Yes. My, my issue with the Triton is that you feel like you have the... Uh, windscreen pillars just sort of eating into your headroom it's got a very steeply raked windscreen Mm. um Anyway, let's talk about another car with a Ooh, steeply yes. raked windscreen, the BMW 330i Touring. That's Richard. what I
1: have been in this week. I've only just got into it, actually, but um, you'll see the lovely videos that I took of it last night uh, on top of a car park, just me and the, and, the, and the most beautiful BMW in the world. Actually, it's the most BMW BMW in the Sounded world Very yes, well. very erotic. Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I, look, I have a thing for wagons, and especially BMW wagons and Audi wagons. I think they look just... Um, but, um, <laughs> what was that noise? This... this Seriously, the this the He's BMW the <laughs> BMW 330i Touring and it's the M Sport um, package on It's the most BMW BMW you can get, um, and that is and especially in that grey, as you can see that you know, oh, yeah. the, the business the business yep. class grey Frankfurt small grey it, it yeah. is the Berlin curtain sales <laughs> ring guy. Um, <laughs> it is it's the most BMW of BMWs. It's got and it's and I love how mercedes Benz has kind of yo-yoed like some type of you know per like a you know comfort eater over the years in terms of what it wants to be <laughs> yeah you know, am I eater. am i blingy am I soft am I sporty and then and their design sort of sways here and there and they're all over the shop BMW have stayed firm forever yeah um, that you know you look into the interiors we're probably looking at the images now um, going on behind us it's the same center stacked center console that we've seen for you know for two decades yeah it's it's been Updated, you know, uh, w- w- with the new generation three series, and so it looks beautiful. You know, you've got that instrument cluster; it's amazing. Um, you've got that integrated display, which looks so cool. Um, but if you've been a BMW driver for the last twenty years, you're not going to feel out of place in this. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it does feel very hard. You know, you get into a, B- a, Be- a Mercedes, you get into a Mercedes, <laughs> and um, it's soft and it's cushy yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. comfortable. And you get into a BMW, and it feels like everything's made of marble. Yeah, <laughs> you know, well, it feels rock hard. Yeah. The other thing,
2: Ben's. <laughs> Does well as they, they bling up the interiors a bit like it's, yeah. there's a bit of wow factor to uh, I nothing in
1: there. like that at BMW yeah. <laughs> the <laughs> BMWs are just straight like yep. it's like ultra business yeah <laughs> it's the it's the, also the ultimate knowing nod car now yeah. you you guys will know this and and, and, <laughs> and, 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 and car and, and, and car people out there will know it as well when someone sees your car it doesn't matter what it is S fifteen or you know an A forty five you get you are waiting at the traffic lights and people walk across the road they just give you a. Yeah, good choice. So yeah. a little and, knowing nod. Yeah, and the and the BMW touring 330i is is that car yeah. as well. Yeah. People walk across going, you didn't go an SUV. Well done, yeah. you got a touring. Well done, that's
2: 330 well done. as well. Exactly,
1: yeah. because it's not a it's not an X1 or X3 or X5. Yeah, um, it's a wagon. You, well, you've, it's a conscious decision.
0: Looking so. forward to reading your review of it. It sounds yeah. good so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, everyone, it's time for our favourite time of week, which is musquatch. Okay, so what a week it's been for the mm. man behind Tesla. Whew. The Cybertruck was revealed last week at an event, uh, which has been described by some as disastrous. Embarrassing. And embarrassing, <laughs> um, debaucherous, a joke. messy, uh, but also groundbreaking. A little bit um, sexy. Yeah, it was clearly not rehearsed. No. Um, <laughs> there were elements of it that were that were really bad, Um but anyway, the yes. ute thing, right? Mm. It's a it's a ute thing. Mm. It's, it's not a ute. It's not a pickup. It's, it's a, a thing. It's a thing. Yeah. It's six meters long and yeah. apparently capable of towing up to six and a half tons. That's yeah. if they build it and it makes it to production and it comes in 2023. Wow. But I, don't worry because you can place a
2: pre-order to pre-order it. Yeah, you can. Yeah. hundred dollars or <laughs> one hundred fifty dollars. A hundred
0: dollars.
1: So a hundred dollars, and they've had as of now the postcard recording the podcast two hundred fifty k. Two
2: hundred
0: fifty k was a tweet from Elon yesterday. I think it was yesterday. Um, so well, that's
1: two point five million
0: dollars. Uh, hang made. on, hang on, hang on. Thank Is that right? <laughs> That's—they're not really orders. Let's clear this up. They're not really orders. But they're you're taking putting, the money, right? You're putting a holding deposit mm. that will essentially be used as a crowdfunding initiative for the brand. They're using <laughs> capital yeah. yep. from customers to make cars. Who needs investors
2: yeah. when you can get customers to just give you money and, and you drive it for so something yeah.
0: that isn't going to exist for wow. two years? So maybe two hundred and fifty. Thousand. It could be three hundred thousand by now. Uh, at a hundred dollars means twenty-five million dollars. What of R and said two point five. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. were wrong. I was
1: way off. <laughs> Lucky I'm not doing their numbers.
0: Um, <laughs> Or I'm ma- not maybe, so. Maybe, I'm know. not so sure about this as a means of raising capital, but it is peak Silicon Valley, isn't it? it, it? M4 oh. though,
1: didn't we? I mean, we, actually, even Tom would have been around um, when Model Three pre-orders went on on mm. sale as well, and it was the same thing. Mm. People lined up for hours yeah. outside Tesla
0: shops. And you know. Were, it,
1: it it almost tanked it that that scheme almost tanked the company as
2: well. Yeah. It did because but, they couldn't
0: meet their pre-orders. People That's, were laying down. Three or five thousand dollars at a yeah. time for that, and you can still you can pre-order the road stuff, and I think it's a ten thousand dollar pre-order fee. Wow, it's crazy, and I mean you can buy a car for ten thousand dollars. It's a different way of doing business. Yeah, um, but the stock market was obviously a little bit worried after the news of the Cybertruck came out. How much did um, it fall by? Elon's <laughs> uh, Elon's worth saw a seven hundred and seventy. Million dollar hit! Oh
1: my god,
0: that's uh, huge! And is that huge? It well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is to him. Do you? Yeah. Do, know. Yeah. do you have uh, any idea of what seven hundred and seventy million? I've, I've got, got about seven hundred
1: and fifty-four dollars like? in the bank. <laughs> so to me, anything over that is a lot. Hashtag yes. yeah. journo Life. That's yeah.
0: <laughs> so, um, but also, uh, according <laughs> to High Snob Society, which is an interestingly named site, um, Elon Musk was left upset bewildered and dumbfounded when the apparently armoured glass failed in front of (laughs) millions of people live-streaming the event. He swore. He did. He said, oh my God. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Mm. Um, Now, the the share price dropped from last week's $354.83. It's currently $331.29. It dropped a little bit before uh, now, that. Now's the time to buy Tesla stocks. Hold on a sec. We looked yesterday to see how inflated
2: Tesla stocks actually are, mm-hmm. remember? Mm-hmm. And we were looking at like, how much was Ford worth? Ford was $9. What? Yeah.
1: Are you serious? Yep. G-
2: GM was $33. Yeah. So, there's... Yeah. Think about the amount of inf- like inflated... Speculation yeah. there is yeah. in Tesla stock if it's worth that much money. Isn't it? That's a joke. That yeah. is. It's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: So you're saying that uh, a Tesla stock, one share is worth 140 times more yeah. than one share
2: in That's one of, crazy. Yeah.
0: It's, oh, my goodness. I'm not a share market guy, but that sounds like a rough deal.
1: Oh, I'm not a share market guy, and it does. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so, but in good news for yep. internet users, everyone on the planet, pretty much, yeah. uh, the silliness of the Cybertruck launch has seen some great return serves from people out there. So, mm. Hyundai Canada's CEO oh, yes. threw a rock at the window of a new Hyundai Venue SUV, and it didn't crack. And that's just regular glass, yeah, yeah. just yeah. standard glass. And yeah. he, after that, he said, "Eat your heart out, Elon Musk." He did. <laughs> all, just like that. All sands' greatest glass.
1: Yeah, I love yeah. when Canadians try to be aggressive because they're still nice. You got to watch this video. Yeah, we, out Elon yeah. Musk. Yeah. It's like it wasn't it <laughs> He wasn't angry. You just you wanted to give him a cuddle.
0: Yeah. You want to give him a cuddle. Ford also came out in response um, to the seemingly very biased video showing the tug of war between the Cybertruck and an F one fifty. Oh yes. The latter of which didn't really seem to be all wheel drive, it seemed to be rear wheel drive and as such it got pulled up a hill. So no surprises there. There's been a bit of back and forth between a senior Ford exec who wanted to do an apples with apples test, but the company later called out the absurdity of the video tug of of war. Well, you wouldn't put apples against a Tesla.
1: Well, that'd be ridiculous. Not, you know,
0: not or is there an Apple car that's taking on the Tesla? Uh, yeah, I think so they talked about that and decided think, not to. I think that yeah. capped off a pretty absurd week in general. For yes, I yes.
1: believe it. i am got to say, I'm still expecting Elon to tweet something saying, LOL, jokes. He, right. he
0: actually did tweet, LOL, did it for the memes. Uh, so anyway, seven hundred and sixty-eight million dollar memes. Yes, yeah. I just watching him have to go through the rest of
1: that presentation with the two smashed windows behind him the whole way through.
2: And the, hang on a minute. Oh. The other thing we have to talk about is there's no way this thing can make it to production. Like it looks like a pedestrian slaughterer. Nine thousand. Yeah. Well, like,
0: ANCAP has come out and said it's. Not looking good for pedestrians in no, this no. case.
2: No, no. And it, it Seriously, it looks like something out of '90s Robot Wars. Go, like, it, it does. It, if you haven't it? seen a picture of it, yeah,
0: it's oh, like something God. someone would trot out with a little flipper on the front. Right. Oh, oh,
1: yeah, the thing which yeah. goes.
0: I feel like we could talk about the Cybertruck forever, <laughs> yeah, but we yeah. have reached the finish line for this week. Thank you, Richard. Thank you, and thank you, Tom. Thank you, and always thank you to Mr. Pritchard for his amazing pre and during and post-production wizardry and telling us that we've run over time. Please (laughs) pass on the word about the podcast. Let us know your thoughts by searching Cars Guide on Facebook and Instagram and using the hashtag CGPodcast or email us at comments at carsguide.com.au. Listen to us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a review. And also you can watch us on YouTube if you haven't been watching us so far. And... There's no joke this week. I'm I've going to leave joke. that for James.
1: Do, do you want to hear a joke? Do, do, oh. I,
0: I like to leave it for James. Oh, but, oh all right. No, it's but, fine. No, no, right. All right,
1: go. On. Okay. Go. On. Um, okay, so... Is it um, rude? No, it's not, and I've told you already, so you have to laugh <laughs> again. <laughs> ah. Okay, okay. so this man walks into a bookshop, and um, he um, he says to the lady behind the counter, uh, do you have any books on turtles? And she goes, um, "Hardback." Uh, back. And he goes, yeah, 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 with, um, with little heads. <laughs> <laughs>